On the second floor of the west wing of the White House, the meeting adjourned for lunch early because the machine gun was too loud. Dr. Travis Price, assistant director with the Office of Science and Technology Policy, stared out the window into the smoky haze that had settled onto the city. Outside, the Marines were still shooting the infected off the fence. The conference room doors opened and servers entered in crisp blue suits, pushing carts across the carpet. They flinched at the machine gun's coughing bark. Oh my God, said Sanders, standing at another window. What? Someone said, his voice edged with panic. It's one of the gardeners. Travis looked down at the green lawn, but saw nothing except for an infected woman climbing the fence. She flopped to the ground. The machine gun stopped firing. What happened to him? Nothing. He's down there pruning the rose bushes. A few people laughed. Now that's loyalty, someone said. Hope he's getting time and a half. Amazing world we now live in, Travis thought, where the mundane shocks us. The continuity of government task force had been thrown together on the epidemic's first day. The president wanted more authority to deal with the spread of the wildfire agent, the official name for the infection. Congress had to approve everything. The room was packed with bureaucrats, policy wonks, and congressional staffers. Travis had been attached to the task force as science advisor. They argued Posse Comitatus, the Insurrection Act of 1807, the lessons of Operation Noble Eagle. Mostly, they fought over the boundaries of executive authority and ways to legitimize mass slaughter. Busts of George Washington and Ben Franklin, placed in niches on the far wall, observed the proceedings with mild disdain.